deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. by the time this comes out, which I was thinking uh, the 10th, Brett Kavanaugh will be confirmed to the Supreme Court of America. Son of a bitch. So much son of a bitch. Goddamn. Someone who couldn't even get through his confirmation hearing without crying. <laughs> like, a, like a bitch. Him and Tobin. Him and Tobin are bitches. And his boy Squee. Uh, they like beer. They like they, beer. They like beer. Uh, yeah, I, I like beer too. But you know what? Uh, I've never done on beer. Have you ever blacked out on beer? No, I've never blacked out on beer. Oh, okay. Because he doesn't know if he has either. But you know, that's just Kavanaugh. I blacked out once. He says he's. His response to that was, "I don't know. Have you?" Uh, when I blacked out, um, my friends took care of me, made sure I was all right, and got home okay. Oh, when I blacked out, I may or may not have pissed in my brother's uh, chair and may or may not have cuddled with him while we, yeah. And that got real uncomfortable. Um, But I think there's a larger thing at play besides Brett Kavanaugh and the Republican agenda. Yeah. I'm thinking the United States is kind of in a civil war right now. Mm, I mean, hi, Stuart. Um... Yeah, I mean, I was I was thinking about something earlier today. How white people, like especially Congress right now, mm-hmm. the GOP led Congress, they don't think of themselves as obstructionists. No, they think of themselves as helping the wheels of progress, not you know a monkey wrench into the wheels of progress. Yeah, uh, it started before Trump actually, but it really got kicked into gear with um, everything with. Trump and his Muslim ban, then his labeling of Latinx immigrants as rapists and, quote, bad hombres. Then the refusing and expelling of asylum seekers and keeping their children. That people seem to conveniently not be talking about because of all the Kavanaugh bullshit and all the other bullshit that Trump throws at us. Yep. If you keep them bullshit, you won't remember the old bullshit. Oh, yeah. Then we had his uh, feud with the NFL players and his endorsement of police brutality. I have been waiting for him to comment on the verdict, the Van Dyke verdict yesterday. I, I don't know if he has or not. I don't think he's going to. He, I, I mean, he, he does tweet a lot, but I think this one will be the one that. Uh... Uh, that's probably haven't made it on the Fox News' radar because. To explore that will be to explore broader corruption, and that might mess up their narrative. And they're just really trying to push Kavanaugh with their narrative. Uh, speaking of other Trump's bullshit, that was his pardon of Joe Arpaio, that we can't forget the uh, human rights violator, and his support of the religious freedom laws, which is basically an attack on LBGTQ people. Exactly. Didn't he? Didn't he date younger children? Was that him? Was he dating teenagers? Uh, Trump? Uh, no, no, I knew that. They knew that. I'm talking about Arpaio. Oh, I don't know about that. Okay, maybe he's... You're, you're thinking of the other guy who was running. Ah, okay. Other guy. Roy Moore? Yeah, wow. that's what I'm thinking. I'm sorry about that. Oh, uh, no. Arpaio was the sheriff that was uh, endorsing racial profiling and having uh, people left in 100-degree outdoor prison camps. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. So, I think now the culture war is now moving towards women after uh, Dr. Christine Blasey's very credible, uh, Blasey Ford's very credible testimony. Right. Now, they're making like men are the victims of the Me Too movement, not the women being the victims. Oh, they they were starting to do that anyway. Yeah. They were were starting to do that. Yeah, it was leaning more towards that. Like, every... 
Every time we comment on anything about Brett Kavanaugh, some dude will be like, yo, this is one time a girl said I did something and I didn't and it ruined my life. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you. <laughs> Trevor Noah said it best. He looked at his audience of about 100 people and went, how many men here have been accused of um, sexual assault? And how many women, he didn't actually show hands, and he went, uh, and how many women here have been sexually assaulted, harassed, or something? Don't raise your hand. Just think about that. <laughs> that, that the number is, is staggering yeah, right. in the other direction. For every one case that like they like to show out into the world, like that one girl who um, is doing jail time because she supposedly was raped, but then it came out that she wasn't. There's the girl uh, from Texas with the black men. Yeah. Or there's a couple. There's a couple of like football players, basketball players, just random people in general. They like to parade those. I'm like, yeah, those are terrible. But if you really look at what's going on, think about how many women have, one, never came forward about their sexual assaults because the man is in power and it doesn't, it will just be a a Mm -hmm. total shit show. And then even with two, look at the whole, I forget her name, I'm terrible with names, the woman who uh, came out against Kavanaugh, she was like, these motherfuckers are coming to my dad's house. Nigga, I'm not, that's not for fun. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. Or like a third reason that someone brought up in an article I was reading is that I didn't want to tell much she said. I didn't want to tell my dad because he would have killed this dude. Yeah, because, I mean, I will kill you. She doesn't want her dad to end up on death row. Yeah, because, nigga, I will kill you. Yeah. Yeah, moving on. You also have, uh, now you got Susan Collins, who basically knew Kevin. I was lying about a bunch of other shit. And then he gets up there afterwards and throws a giant tantrum, and she is now supporting him. Oh, yeah. Because Republicans are all bound to get band together in this particular culture war. But, but she's, she's, she's a Democrat. Uh, Susan Collins is a Republican. From Maine? I thought she was a Democrat. I looked it up earlier today. Okay. Yeah, she's a Republican. So why did Joe Manchin... Oh, Joe, Joe Manchin is from West Virginia, so that maybe that's why he is was next to her. Ah, okay, yeah. Maybe that's what you mean. Yeah. No, no, yeah, she's a Republican from Maine. Uh, But upon her endorsing Kavanaugh, a super PAC, a crowdfunded super PAC, has gained $3 million to combat her campaign in 2020. They're going to primary her. Huh? They're going to primary her. She's going to get... Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's going to get voted out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's how we, we, we combat all this, is that we just vote like a motherfucker. Be like, oh, so you're on that bullshit. Well, let me go to these goddamn polls and erase your goddamn name from the history books. You sign up. And in all honestly, honesty, that is the best way to do it, but I don't trust the Democratic establishment that much I to fuck put... I will purge Purge. Get your guns. What I'm wondering about is... A lot of those white women that voted for Trump, they're not gonna they're not gonna vote against any Republicans because no, no, they were excusing so. him. But what about all those white women that sat on their hands for Hillary? Yeah. Are they are they gonna stay silent in November, on November sixth? Mm. Good question, I say. I still pose that Hillary wasn't a great uh, choice, and people didn't want to vote for her, and they were running on the "I'm not Donald Trump" ticket. Right, which doesn't. The Democrats' ability to snatch defeat out of the mouths of victory. I mean, in 2012, it didn't work for Mitt Romney to say, I'm not Obama. Yeah. That didn't work. Or it didn't uh, uh, work for uh, Kerr. Kerry. against Kerry. Bush. No. He was also, he was a terrible choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you also got Jeff Flake's flaking out and hiding in the bathroom from sexual assault survivors. <laughs> these motherfuckers are just ridiculous. They're just ridiculous. It's like, these are your constituents. These are the people that live in your state. You work for us. You work for them. Get your ass out of the bathroom. <laughs> in his defense, I don't know if you've ever been chased into a bathroom, but it is a safe place in there. You can sit down and I'm check like, the news. Thankfully, never been chased into a bathroom. Oh. Uh, if, if your I've been chased into a bathroom. Yeah, if your batteries are charged, you can stay there for hours. Okay. 
Nah, I, I would say it's in the bathroom back in high school. We didn't have cell phones then. Ah, so you just Twitter. It, it wouldn't have helped me in high school because we had bathrooms that were open. Like, you know, you know, like the rest stops where you walk in and then you know, the bathroom's in there. We didn't have bathrooms where the doors closed, so. What the fuck school did you go to? Shit. Inglewood. No, this was this was uh, Corliss on the south side. Oh. What hood is Corliss in? Uh, Roseland. I went to. I had great bathrooms. I went to LaSalle Language Academy. And Chris? What about high school? Went to Lincoln fucking Park. Yeah, Lincoln Park had it going on. Our bathrooms were nice. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, I've never dropped the deuce in that school. Nah, um, when I was there, Grand Hospital, the hospital where I was born, was right across the park. So I just used to go take a dump at the uh, hospital if I needed to take a dump. Smooth, smooth. I mean, that that was our. We lived down the street, so I mean, you just hold it and wait and shit. And now my the hospital I was born in was is condos. They no, actually they just moved it. It's moved further down, so it's still there in spirit. No, oh, they they reopened Grand Hospital someplace else. No, it's just like yeah, they they just moved it further down the street. Oh, the building though is a condo. Yeah, the, the older building that was like right across the street from the park is a condo, but then. I, Assuming, if I'm correct, they've just moved that hospital down the street. Hmm. I, 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 you look that. I could be wrong. I could be bullshitting. It could be gentrification. They could have shat on your birthplace. Yeah, because they also moved Children Memorial. Oh, well, they definitely shat on their birthplace. Yeah. Oh, um, going back to the bathroom thing. When, <laughs> That's when a it, weird stand. When I went to, went to school <laughs> in West Inglewood, the school was so old, they had the toilet paper outside the bathroom. That was in elementary school. How the fuck? You had to grab, you had to grab, grab a square oh, or yeah. grab some squares a of toilet square. paper as you go into the bathroom. A square. I'm just saying. Oh, because uh, <laughs> they rationed out y'all TP. Unless it's ten ply, I'm grabbing at least several of squares. It was, it was the, yeah. All right, all right. Getting back on the subject. Unfortunately, like with uh, Senator uh, Turncoat against women. Not every person who's an ally for a cause or anything is great. No. Bet Midler put out a pretty uh, tasty tweet. Yep. Quote, well, quote within quote, women are the N-word of the world. Nigga, what? Raped, beaten, enslaved, married off, worked like a dumb, worked like a dumb animal, denied education and inheritance, enduring the pain and danger of childbirth, and life in silence for thousands of years. They are the most disrespected creatures on the planet. And that's a that's a Lenin Yoko Ono quote. Uh, the initial one: uh, women are the N words of the world. Now, mind you, that statement was problematic back when Lennon and Ono said it back in the 70s. Yeah. Ain't niggas the niggas of the world? And that's why people got upset. Oh, okay, cool. Because I'm that just... Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll always point out, the fact that you have to say N-word should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. The fact that that word has so much blood and suffering behind it, that you have to say N-word instead of the whole word, when you're a white person, that should you shouldn't say it. You shouldn't even say that quote. You shouldn't even say n word. Well, she put out one of those uh, old white woman apologies where yeah, you, you people are understand. You people? No, 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 no. I understand why people were offended. Uh, it just the quote resonated with me back then and still does now. Uh, but the thing is, I am not going to sit here. I'm not. Maybe y'all will. I doubt it. I'm not going to say that women have it, have had it good throughout history around the world. I'm not going to say that LBGTQ people are going to have it, you know, ha- didn't have it bad around the world and throughout history. But they had it different. And when you sit there and try to compare yours, yours to someone else's, you belittle somebody's. And you even open up the door for potential deniers. You got those people who saying slavery wasn't that bad. Nigga, what? Well, no, I'm saying that's the slippery slope of it all. And yeah, you you do have that in the South. Yeah, their history books are teaching that. 
and that Jim Crow didn't exist, well, yeah, and I mean, yada, yada, yada. One of my favorite songs, Zippity Doo Dye, is about a, a happy go lucky slave, and it's just like, God damn it. God <laughs> fucking damn it. It wasn't that great. Uh, I'm just saying, when, when you're telling your story, you ain't got to throw somebody else in it. Yeah. It's your story. Why we got to be in it? But that, that's why intersectional intersectionality is important. It's like you have to be aware of what's going on with other marginalized groups or you make stupid comments like this or you, you're insensitive to what's going on with them. It's like I've met a lot of like white women and white gay men that are racist as hell. Oh, and yeah. don't and don't realize it like you 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 like try to school them on it and they resist because they think of themselves as progressive they think of themselves as liberal they think of themselves as quote unquote woke yeah I've heard so many yeah so many gay men always using the word the term ghetto and I'm like do you really, right. do you know what the ghetto is I mean right. not that I I grew up a ghetto adjacent so it wasn't you know Marshfield Garden it was no, we were ghetto that was, no, oh, I felt, we were, oh dude we were more dangerous than Cabrini yeah, but I was safe. <laughs> get We're not going to get into why you were safe. <laughs> well, I can tell you. That's, that's a whole other thing. It's because the Bell and Johnson's number in the thousands. And it, yeah, our family was large and well-connected. <laughs> we do got guns. We do. All right, we, we're going back to the store. <laughs> but we're... Uh, I brought it up a couple other times when uh, Rosanna Arquette said that black people and gays and lesbians need to start standing up for women. And I'm like, didn't see you at the last Black Lives Matter like, meeting yeah. there, Ros- Rosanna? We have been, like, um, I wouldn't say we have been. No, I'm saying I'm saying like black black women have been standing up for white women. Black oh, women, hell black, yeah, black women. Black women have been doing the like I hate to use the term, but doing the carrying of the torch. If you look at what happened with Roy Moore, you know why Roy Moore didn't didn't get elected? Black women in the yeah. South yeah. came out in droves to make sure that that motherfucker did not get in the office. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Feel free to say the word motherfucker on this podcast. Um. And, and uh, come on, when you seen every sister at the uh, women's right march, or every sister climbing up statues, cutting down motherfucking flags. Okay, that was for us, but I meant at the women's march. Come on, that that that's that's who who primarily benefits from feminism? Not black women. White women. Yes, yeah, sisters do get a little, get, get a, a little, a little, a little kickback, but. Predominantly, it's the white women that are rising up, and, and then 53% of them voted for Trump. And it's like, and they also felt, to be honest, a lot of the black women did not like the fact that they were being they were being told to support Hillary. Yeah, yeah. And were made to feel like, oh, if you don't want to support Hillary, you're not a good feminist. Well, I, I told people to reject that because Hillary was not a great fucking candidate. Let's be real. Like, mm-hmm. if you woke enough to understand the politics of the, the Clinton Foundation and what they've said in the 90s and tried to push their agenda then you're like yeah no fuck them so oh no no I hear people sit there and make the whole case for the Democratic Party and I'm like but what about us what about the people what about the progressives who have to vote Democrat but seeing our very broad agendas being ignored are y'all still fighting to try to get those kids out of are y'all trying to stop child separation that's still going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are y'all going to say Black Lives Matter? Uh, are y'all going to try to end this Muslim ban? Yes, there are people working at it, and they vote Democrat, but the Democrats are still, as a party, under uh, Tom Perez, pursuing that white middle class vote. And that's my biggest fear, that even if we get a Democrat in office, in say, let's just say 2020 or mm-hmm. 2024, that they're going to continue a lot of this shit that Trump has started. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to wonder, like, why can't why can't we win in the midterms? Because you believe in this, this middle-of-the-road bullshit. Or, let's be honest, you believe in this moderate right-wing bullshit. Mm-hmm. We want to get out and vote. We want to be a part of the system, but we also want the system to look to us. And it, and I'm not just saying black people. It, this is a lot of different people across the bro, the board. Hell, the poor in general. It, 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 Everyone is disenfranchised. Yeah. A, a whole thing with the Obama, 
one of the, I see the failures of the Obama administration was him thinking he can be reasonable with people. I'm like, you cannot no. be reasonable with Mitch motherfucking McConnell and Fox News. You should have slapped that motherfucker from jump. You should have. Shut up, Mitch. You a bitch. <laughs> but realistically, Get yeah. Get back into your shell, Mitch. There you go. Man. The way he f- confronted Putin, he should have confronted them. But he couldn't meet a scary black guy. Yeah, and that's the yeah. thing. We can't be who we need to be because we have that persona of like, <laughs> you're a scary black dude. You got You're gonna be that scary black dude. And it's kind of what they said about the Anita Hill, uh, Doctor Ford comparison, uh, where she looked vulnerable and Hill looked poised and 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 strong. And I'm like, and somehow that's a negative. Black people aren't allowed. To look strong, and that didn't change me. That didn't change me at the time having sympathy for Anita Hill. No, that that just made it even stronger. No, because we know black women yeah. and know what they have to do yeah. and know what they have to endure and yeah. know what they gotta choke down. Like I knew that face. I knew how much she was holding herself in check. Yeah, I've seen that face. <sighs> it, it, black people always gotta hold ourselves in check. Police get in our face, holding guns in our face, and yelling and screaming and throwing us around. We got to stay cool. We got to stay, stay calm. Cool. You got to obey every law because if as soon as you don't, you're the one who, yeah, you, he, that's why he got shot. We are not allowed to show fucking voice. emotion. Right. He, there, raised, he raised his voice. I had to taser him. Bro, there was a study saying that uh, pictures of black people in plane register less to white people or, or white or register less. As if we can Yeah, we talked about that on the show. We did, didn't we? Hey. Yeah, there, twice. There was one with black women and one with black men being seen as older. Yeah. Black women not being seen as innocent. No. Black men, uh, black children being seen as men. Black men, uh, black boys being seen as men. And it's that whole like Jezebel thing yeah. with black women where you're a 14 year old girl and you're seen as sexual. Yeah. Which is like. Which is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Which is real fucked up. Very much fucked up. All right, let's go to some good news. <laughs> let's let, let's take it down a notch. Or, or or was there anything else anybody wanted to throw in? I'm angry. Flip a table. Ah! Don't don't flip my table. Okay, this is a nice table. Thank you. This but, stainless? Is this stainless? Yes, stainless steel. Yes, yes, and yes, and this cut this cutting board on top of it. Oh, pretty expensive too. So so don't please don't I'm fuck not, my I'm shit sorry. up. I'm, uh, <laughs> but in, in theory, flip this motherfucking table. No, um, but not this. One. We are at war right now yeah. it hasn't gone full physical but the motherfuckers in the backwoods of Oregon are preparing for it it's it, hell we got some black people out there preparing for it I hope it never comes to that I might be some people might view me as a traitor but I'm like I don't want a bunch of people to die I don't want a race war because we're only 15% of the total population <laughs> <laughs> That's not really something I want. <laughs> we can't win. <laughs> I feel like it's moved to a different arena anyway. It's like it's moved to we're going to put people in power. We're going to empower, you know, our white supremacist base and our corporations to do these horrible things to marginalized groups. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of something I want to talk about in our uh, next segment. On a positive note, especially for those of us here in the ghetto side town of Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, that was a silly segment. I'm sorry. Shut the fuck up. Chicago police officer Jason Van Dyke was found guilty of second degree murder and as well as 16 counts of aggravated battery with a firearm in the death of Laquan McDonald in a shooting that took place. Wow. Almost four years ago to the uh, fucking four years ago, October 20th, 2014. Son of a bitch, it seems like it just happened last year. Yeah, I thought it was last year. Yep, four years ago. The attempted cover up by the city was horrendous. That's why, because we didn't see it until fucking last year or the year before. Yeah, um, and it cost the Cook County State's Attorney Anita Alvarez her election bid. Uh, Rahm Emanuel still got elected though because our politics are shit. But he's not running again. He's not running again because he knows Ain't this no, this will eat him alive. Ain't no motherfucking way we gonna vote for that motherfucker again. And I don't know, man. This is, I'm looking at his um, 
at the people running, and I'm like, shit. He he got the money. He might be able to do it again. He would, if he yeah, if he ran. Yeah. But they would tear they would tear his ass apart. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's moving back to the DNC to help with their new. Um, I'm pretty sure Tom Perez is gonna give him a spot. No, he's pretty good at uh, organizing no. and do and doing what they want. No, he's not. He's not progressive at all. Tom Perez, <laughs> you think Tom Perez is progressive? No, he's not. But if you could, if you this add is it, establishment Democrats. <sighs> he. he, he Rahm Emanuel famously referred to liberals as the professional left. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 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 Um, and as we were just saying about the whole smear campaign against us, the city was preparing for a, a not guilty verdict, believing that chi- Chicago black people were, were going to riot. And there were reportedly these signs around the city telling us to riot and attack white women and children. Yeah, dude, this lady I work with told me that shit. And I'm like, no, they're not. I'm like, no, they're putting them up. And the neighborhoods she listed were predominantly white. And I'm like, I live in Lincoln Park. Ain't no signs like that no more. No. What the hell are you talking about? That's why there was so many police out yesterday. That was just, so if nobody was planning on rioting, yeah. we knew, we, 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 we are shocked that a guilty verdict came back. Yeah, I was. I mean, listen, we, we, we talk about riding, like, I'll be at Best Buy if shit goes down, because a Negro need a 4K, but we're not really going to be there. It's all jokes and shit like that. I, I didn't think anyone was going to, I mean, I knew there was going to be, like, protests downtown, but I didn't think there was going to be, like, a full But that ride. police presence, it, like, every cop was on standby, wow. was there to quell any potential protest. It, it, it was there to make us look bad and to quell any protests and i was legit scared if i had to go to a funeral yesterday um yes we did run into to each other as i was leaving but um oh i should have i could have used the shot too but um uh but if nothing would have happened and i had to go traveling to the humble park neighborhood i would have been nervous as shit because that's what's the staging ground that's where they have police as a staging ground for a riot. Humble Park. Yeah. Why? I'm like, what are you protecting? The gentrified Humble Park, right, Wicker why? Park, and Bucktown? And they had a bunch of buses and whatnot. Yeah, getting anywhere from Humble Park is hell. Yeah. That's always like that's shit. bullshit. They did not expect anything to happen because Humble Park is a terrible staging area. Yeah. Humble- or, or it could just be that the cops are stupid. I mean, well. It's also yeah, okay. It's yeah. also the gateway. They're like, not the brightest people. Let's be honest. It's also the gateway to Lincoln Park, uh, Bucktown, Wicker but, Park. But, yeah, you could get to Wicker Park easy, fairly easy. But any place after that is rough. Well, Ukrainian Village, you can get to. You just go straight. You go straight down. Uh, Traffic. Straight down Western. Straight down Western. Uh, the there's construction going on on North Avenue at this moment right. in the Wicker Park. At like two in the afternoon. So by the time people could even mobilize, it would have been rush hour. People, mm. yeah, people were leaving work early, anticipating yeah. rioting. And I'm like, nobody's gonna fucking riot. I didn't even think it was a legit thing until like when my friends was like, no, my job told us to leave work early. And I'm like, you know, you know, a lot of black people I know forgot all about it. Okay, that's fucked up. I didn't forget about well it. Uh, the trial. Oh. That the trial was going and was all that. Cause ah. come on, dude, we got a lot on our goddamn plates these days too. Like work stopped at my job, and we just watched the verdict. Mm. Like everybody just stopped what they were doing. Is that in? I guess is that indicative of like who we are? Well, as us, we black men. But like you said, your work stopped. I had friends who worked downtown, but for the most part, I feel like anybody in the city who is not a monster. Yeah, wanted him to be found guilty. Yeah, so but, we were just waiting. Like, we but didn't, we didn't want him to be not guilty. Did you think there was ever going to be a riot? No. Yeah, I thought he. Was, I was worried. No. I was worried that he was going to be found not guilty. That was my big concern. Yeah, but it's funny because like well, most of us, we work in areas where like there's we. Well, you work downtown as well, yeah. so there's you know white people around and shit. Like they thought it was going to be a riot. I was like, I never thought for a minute that it was going to be like a legit riot. I work with a lot of people. With, with a lot of white people, quite a few from Wisconsin, because I'm in a north sub. I work in the north suburbs, yeah. and yeah, they were all like, "Oh my God, it's gonna be so hot!" I'm like, "Ain't shit happening." I, I no, know. yes, there is. I'm like, I'm "Black, how the fuck are you gonna tell me how right. we feel?" I figure that if you, if you, 
I felt like if he was innocent, we'd have been like, man, that's some fucking bullshit. But there wasn't. It would have been like the small protests and like the small walks, but it wouldn't have been like a full scale. And any of those work. walks would have got police raining on them. Yeah, true. I I will say. And the thing is, a lot of those walks are predominantly white. Come on. The predominant, the, the large number of black people in the city live on the south side. True. Yes, there are Rogers Park and uh, West Side, but predominantly south. Yeah. So, if there is a North Side march, it's predominantly white. Yeah. I, and and, and Latin, Latino. Yeah. I will say, when like when I was on my lunch break, a lot of the white people seemed really nervous. And I heard one one person, like one girl saying to her boyfriend, like, get home safe. And I was like, what do you mean get home safe? It's nice out. Yeah, there's nothing going It's like on. a perfect day. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I just thought, like, if anything, if you were to be found innocent, we would have been, like, there would have been, like, a march or two, but it would have been, like, a full-scale fucking riot. And yeah, if there this, was, brother does need a fucking... This, this, <laughs> this is not Los Angeles in the 90s. It's right. not the same... It's not even the it's same... It's not the same well, we, we did have Ferguson, Ferguson recently, and yeah. that went on for a long time. But I'm like, you know, this is Chicago. We know shit shitty, too. But Ferguson is a whole other situation, too, because yeah. you had a majority black population being yeah. harassed yeah. by the cops. Yeah. Just constantly being treated differently than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And we can say that here, too. Yeah. <laughs> but but they're, yeah, but they're to the point where they are the majority. Yeah. Yeah, and then in Ferguson they got to attacking the press and everything. Yeah. That was a re- it was a different situation, but yeah, no. There was also there was there were narratives about Ferguson that were just not yeah. not good. Like the whole like oh they're breaking into this business. It's like no, they broke in to get milk for people's eyes. Because of fucking tear gas. Yeah, and then their thing of like blocking all four corners, telling everybody to leave, and right. when they can't leave, beating and arresting them. Right. Yeah, and then, just even, like, I remember listening to military personnel, like, yeah, if you're, you're not supposed to hold a gun that way, like, that just incures people to act a certain way. Like, if you have your finger on the trigger, like, that scares people. So just, Ferguson was a fuck up all the way through. And there have been re- reports by universities and the FBI that, and the DOJ, that police and many instances escalate the situations all right so yeah our good um our, our positive story turned negative real quick, real quick. too real, real quick I did, I did like the look on the face of the like they were obviously cops that were in the audience mm-hmm. i did like the look i mean I, I don't want to stereotype but it was big fat white guys anyway with with like little pencil thin mustaches <laughs> um but the looks on their faces were hilarious because it was just like, oh, you didn't expect him to be found guilty, huh? This means that you can't, like, just shoot somebody 20 times and get away with it. That's 16, 16 shots. Time. You unloaded a fucking clip into a boy. Like, look. look and even, even, yes, other white he, cops, even other white cops have said, it's like, that's not, the procedure is you shoot somebody with that shot that takes them down, mm-hmm. you walk over to the body, you kick away their weapon. If they try some other shit, then you shoot them again. One shot is all it takes. You shoot me once, I'm down. I'm down. The funny thing is, so this is how I know it's bullshit. There was a video game that came out called True Crown Streets of LA where you played an Asian yes. cop in LA. Yes. You got points for neutralizing shots, and that's shots to the knees or the elbows. Yes. If you shot someone in the chest, you got bad cop points for that. So if I learned this in a video game, it should be public fucking knowledge. You shoot a motherfucker in the knee, kick his good weapon away, call it a day. I became a bad after like, five, after like five minutes, <laughs> minutes of playing that game. I mean, look, it's because, I was terrible. It was because the graphics and the gameplay wasn't that great, but yeah, I was shooting domestic. <laughs> Saying it out loud, I was, so it's a domestic dispute. I'm going to twin desert eagles shooting everybody. Bad cop right you, you, you would just hear over the radio, it's like there's a random guy who, who is pretending to be a cop that's shooting civilians. Yep. That, that was, was me. That was me. Damn, y'all. Y'all GTA when y'all playing cops. <laughs> I, mean, I, I still finished the game with a good cop rating, but I was also putting slugs in everybody's knees with Desert Eagle. So I was blowing off limbs. I was blowing off limbs. All right. <laughs> Speaking of crimes. Uh, the old days where you could play games like that and not feel bad. Michael Jones, a SoundCloud rapper who goes by the name New Jersey Devil, was arrested and charged uh, for distributing a fatal supply of heroin and fentanyl to a woman named Diana Hayakova. 
through this arrest, the DEA came to their own conclusion that emo rap is the is one of the causes of the opioid epidemic in the nation. Holy, did they really try to blame Negroes for the opioid no, epidemic? No. Emo rap. Yeah, well, rap. You said rap. So. Emo. These are, these are white dudes. Oh, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> wow. Not like <laughs> that. <laughs> but, like, I thought they were trying to blame the opioid epidemic on a subgroup of emotional rappers who I thought were black. No, no. The investigation uh, led us to the underbelly of emo rap and its glorification of opioid uh, use said DEA Special Agent in Charge, James J. Hunt. <laughs> you don't have to glorify drugs to get people to be hooked on them. You just have to offer them to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah an earlier report said that uh, Jones was a member of a emo rap collective called the Goth Boy Click. But members, but members of that group and their record label were like, we don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> New label, who this? Uh, yeah, apparently the fatal dose of heroin and fentanyl was given to the woman uh, at the funeral of Lil Peep, who died of a uh, heroin overdose. Uh, I don't think that's irony, but <laughs> that's fucked up. I'm just going to go ahead and say this is part of your heroin epidemic. And okay, I got this theory that they let white rappers with the tattooed faces and all the drug use become big to try to say that, see, this is why rap uh, rap culture is bad and black culture is bad. That's my conspiracy theory, but... I'll debunk that. No, that's what happens when you have a bunch of pills and then also have amazing music and white kids in the suburbs. Who are totally bored. Yeah. I mean, shit. Boredom is a large portion of drug abuse. And many people who get into drugs are doing it to feel better because they have unhappy home lives, uh, mental illnesses. They were hurt playing lacrosse and got their... uh, um, uh, codeine and oxycodone taken away and needed a replacement. There are a lot of there are a lot of injuries in high school. There are oh a lot yeah, of yeah. Injuries in high school. yeah, yeah, most definitely, yeah. Yeah, um, maybe look at the real problem and not try to blame a form of music. Plus, I mean, with pills, you don't have the danger of needles. You don't have that problem. Yeah, you can still overdose. You can still overdose, but people like you can hide it better too. Like there's yeah. no there's no distinguishing marks or anything like that. So, I mean, yeah. there's that. Yeah. Um, the trailer for the season three of Daredevil has hit. Anybody see it? Yes. I have not. It looks amazing. Yeah. It, it looks. that This season's going to be good. Uh, apparently, there's two Daredevils. Oh, okay. And I think I know who one of them is. I, I know who the second Daredevil is. Who is it? Let me know. Bullseye. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah. I like that. So they, they, they've combined a bunch of different storylines. It sounds like they combined um, the Born Again storyline uh-huh. with the storyline where, where Bullseye pretends to be Daredevil and goes around killing people. And mm-hmm. yeah, it looks it looks really good. Oh, okay. The, the Kingpin is in his white suit. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that part. Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin is a treasure, isn't it? Yeah, I love him. Up up until I think maybe Killmonger or some other villain. I I used to think he was the MCU's best villain. Mm. He, he's up there. He is very much up there. Uh, oh no, yeah, um, yeah. His stuff with the Punisher was great. Yeah, like that. That's one of those rare instances where it's like, I'm really concerned about the Punisher in this scene. <laughs> I, I shouldn't be worried about him. Like he's kind of outmatched here. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I do enjoy the Punisher. And I was like, you can your ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wilson Fisk. Just shows up with no fucks to give. No. No. And he seems very much like the fully actualized Kingpin. People criticized the first season. Dumb people. uh, Saying that he was um, all... He was a little too emo. and I'm like, no. You want to build a a relatable villain. Yeah. They built a relatable villain and and they unleashed him later. But 
the scene where he kills that guy by crushing his skull the in, car the, in the car door. Yeah. Just that, over and oh. I swear, I almost dropped my... I, I was watching it on my phone the first time. I almost dropped my phone because... I knew something was coming after he burst in on him and his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. But I didn't know it was going to be that. I was just like, holy shit. He just... Yeah, I remember that scene. He just let the monster out. I thought it was just going to be a small reprimand, but no, he fucked him up with the car door. Oh, yeah, I knew he was through gambling. Oh, man. (laughs) He's just like, like, I'm I'm going to go home. No, and, and we saw Foggy and Karen there, and I yeah. think Daredevil's mom yeah. will be with him in this one. He's bringing back the old black and white suit, yeah. or a, 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 another version of it. Yeah. Um, some argue that Daredevil is the best of the MCU TV shows, and I have trouble ar- arguing against that. I, I wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan of the second season, but but it was still great. I oh, mean, yeah. I, I was just disappointed by some aspects of it. I need to see a second Punisher season to make that full assessment. Uh, the first, I mean, you yeah, know, I mean, Punisher was pretty good. Yeah, I'm it a was. huge. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I'm, I'm slowly. We know. Yeah, but because he's just a white dude with guns at the end of the day. But other than that, yeah, it mental was, problem. He he's fucked up. He's, he's <laughs> fucked. Look, you get, if you give a guy with mental problem with guns, yeah. this is what happens. Anywho, mm. it was a great season. I do just want to see where they go with it, like the mixing of him as a character and him as a person, and then also. I want to see how violent they can get. That's what I truly love about all the official Marvel shows. Um, yes, Gifted and Legion were good, yeah. but they didn't have the in-depth characterization as the as the TV shows. Even though they're not done by Kevin Feige, yeah. uh, they still explore the depths of the character. They're done by people who like the character. Even shitty first season of Iron Fist did at least touch on the character and let you know who they were and their problems. And this is how they grab you and get you in. Runaways, too, and Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger was a slow burn, but a slow burn to an amazing uh, ending. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just, I mean Jessica Jones is one of their most com- complex characters. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I kind of what I kind of want instead of Defender season two is if they do like a Marvel Knights thing and just have characters cross over with each other for a couple like maybe half a season. Yeah. That would be interesting. Like Jessica Jones interacting with the Punisher, mm-hmm. the Punisher interacting with like yeah. Luke Cage. Like the one, the one. No, person. no, 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 no. The Punisher showing up on Runaways and the girl that's supposed to be Molly Hayes but can't be Molly Hayes because Molly Hayes is a mutant punching her in the punching punishes her in the yeah. stomach, just folding them up. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. one of my favorite panels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that getting, would be perfect. Getting folded, Punisher getting folded up by a little girl. And I can I can see um, what's his name John Bernthal playing that well too. Oh yeah. What's this about him and um. Who, uh, who plays Spider-Man now? Tom Holland? Yeah. They're like good friends or some shit. That is hilarious. They did a movie together or a show or something together, yeah. and they've been buddies ever since. That's hilarious. They need to do that Garth Ennis thing where he uses him to beat up somebody. <laughs> I, th- I think he uses Spider-Man to beat up the Russian. <laughs> and then afterwards, he's like, it's like, what happened? And the Punisher is like, it's great. We had a team up. <laughs> All right, so apparently since 2011, uh, over 250 people died taking selfies. I can believe that. That number actually seems small to me. Yeah, no, I've 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 read the stories about people dying after selfies. It makes sense. I've I've seen people standing next to, like, ledges or whatever taking Mm -hmm. selfies, and I'm like, no, just, no, no, okay. Where I really thought they were gonna fall over, and that like you don't want that to be the last photo you send somebody. <laughs> yeah, we got drowning, uh, transportation accidents, yeah. falling, and falling were the most common causes. Oh, and animal attacks. Yeah, yeah, all makes sense. I'm like, don't get close to a buffalo. They're not like cows. Don't take selfies next to the lions in the preserve. <laughs> also, there has been cases of electrocution and death with firearms. 
Yeah, that one dude, a Latino kid who shot himself in the head after taking a snap. Had a loaded gun, put it towards his head, took a picture, went off seconds afterwards. Yeesh. Yeah, I've read the stories. Like, they're mostly, like, stupid or not. Sorry, because the person died. But they're mostly things like person taking a selfie in front of it on the train tracks, and the train comes by seconds later. Or taking pictures in high places, and then falling off a ledge seconds later. So it's it's understandable. Yeah, it, it's believed that more, uh, there have been more just not reported, like people driving, like a traffic accident could have been because of a selfie, yeah. or uh, yeah, the people not wanting to just tell the, the true cause, because yeah, it's kind of embarrassing, he died taking a selfie. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. So everybody out there who in, involved in the Selfie Olympics, is it really worth it? Climbing to the top of a building, standing on the edge and on your friend's shoulder with a selfie stick. Is that really how you want to go out? Not how I want to go out. Well, that's like those people that were climbing those buildings without rigging either. Yeah. The extreme. It's like, no, no. There's a reason that, that stunt people have wires and all kinds of and green screens and all kinds of other stuff. You can't, you can't, you can't climb a building freehand. You just can't. Yes, the fuck you can, and you should try as hard as you can. No, you shouldn't. Okay, uh, hundreds of mountain goats had to be relocated after they developed a taste for human urine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, um. Rangers in Washington Olympic uh, National Park had to tranquilize and airlift hundreds. Of mountain goats to a new home after the animals de- de- uh, developed a taste for, for uh, human urine. I feel like I, I heard every single kink possible. <laughs> That's a new one. That's a new one. Okay. Well, long story short, the goats had um, stopped becoming afraid, being afraid of humans, and would come closer to them and lick humans because they realized human sweat contains salt. And they didn't have to go looking for salt that their bodies need. Also, urine can contain some salt. So, yeah, um, they, they had to move them to a place and give them their own salt lake and everything. But was it because people were peeing on them to get rid of them? No, people weren't peeing on the goats to get rid of them. Are you sure they weren't peeing on them? <sighs> I mean, people are kind of stupid. They, they do things. You think enough people got into involved in peeing on goats to make it a problem? Yes. Uh, maybe. You live 15 minutes from Riverville. Anything's possible. Shit, when you put it like that. Um, people don't pee on animals. All right. Um, I was at a concert and a white dude pissed in, you know, Toyota Park House, more or less like yeah. a park. Yeah, he pulled his dick out and started pissing and then got mad when he got kicked out. So, yeah. Oh yeah, that that happens at Riot Fest and other festivals too. That's why I don't do outdoor oh, concerts and festivals. What are they dicks and peeing randomly? That's white white dudes. Yeah, that's a sign of uh losing uh civility, too. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. You're not in France. I just can't. <laughs> Zip it back up. You're not in France. Well, they got the Euro Tartois. Yes. <laughs> Were you here for the Euro Tartois episode? Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if that was one or two episodes ago. <laughs> but, you know, good luck for the goats. I hope, I'm glad the park and everybody took, you know, steps to make sure that the goats were okay. And, and, and well, they were going around humans, so apparently humans weren't hurting them, which is good. Uh, but it's now time for the return of the fifth inept supervillain. Who's the fifth? Well, the fourth is boobs. The sixth is Florida man, sometimes stand stand in by Russia man. And the fifth, the next supervillain, sex robots. Oh. <laughs> Lightly soiled sex oh, robots. Heavily soiled. Heavily soiled. Heavily soiled. Yeah, we we talked about them on what, like four or five episodes? At least. Yeah. Well, the, the one in Toronto we talked about uh, attempted to open up one in Houston, Texas. Don't do that. You should. No, they shouldn't open one in Texas. Why not? Because it's in the U.S. 
Well, Houston, Texas, in Texas, the South, super Trump country, way too conservative Christian, said no and passed laws against having sex, uh, 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 owning an establishment for people to have sex with anything that looks human. They said no, but then whispered, have it over the border. We'll go see that. He's saying they should cross the border to have sex with the sex robots. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah. <laughs> there was uh, concerns that uh, that they dehumanized women and... Wait, Republicans aren't down with that? Oh. I mean... That's well. that's their whole platform. Well, this whole conversation turned completely to... around. <laughs> <laughs> but it took a wee bit of a turn. Prove me wrong, Republicans. Prove me wrong. Yeah, but the Toronto-based organization Kinky S Dolls <laughs> is planning to open up more uh, U.S. locations. But if the Christian right have their way, nope. What if they have a conservative, like stereotypical woman doll that looks like you know an Anne Cartier doll or a Tommy Lorraine doll? Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. What if they did that? They claim it was the Democrats trying to soil the name of that pure-hearted white woman. I'm trying to soil the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things I can say, but I'm, I'm... I hate my overactive imagination. <laughs> well, that I find it more funny than gross. Is all right. <laughs> I think she I think she totally go for you, Majay. No time to rent. I don't want to talk to her anymore. <laughs> I feel like on some level she would also be flattered by a sex doll that yeah. looked like her. Yeah, I want weird, the doll. On some weird level, she would she would probably Would she admit it? She wouldn't admit it, but she would probably be flattered on some level. She she seems like she's that full of herself. Hmm. I remember a long time ago I heard somebody saying that the uh when sex dolls first started popping up that they were like a step towards the Stepford Wives. Yeah. I'm like, mm. and and back then I was like, nah. But the more I think about it and Kavanaugh and all this, I'm like, it's, Maybe. it's definitely that. Yeah. It's like, oh, she can't talk back. Good. Great. Yeah. All right. Before we leave, we got one more story. Unless anybody else had another thing they wanted to bring up or anything. Okay. What we forgot to talk about last week, um, Typhoid Mary. Typhoid Mary on Iron Fist Season 2. Yes. I thoroughly enjoyed that character. Yeah. Uh, The two sides of Mary, Mary and Walker, were amazing. Mm -hmm. And But the whole time I was thinking, I'm like, she may have the double machetes, but she's not like the Typhoid Mary that I knew from the comics. Right. Which I was okay with because she was cool. But when they did the third altar reveal. Right. The one that actually saved her from Sokovia. Yeah. Sokovia, the place in the MCU where everything horrible happens. Yep. <clears throat> um, I, I, I'm like, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. And there was that um, one scene where like half her face was white. Yes. That hinted at the future of her. And... um. I'm betting that Typhoid Mary shows up during the third se- during the third season of Daredevil. Yeah, Alice Eve did a great job. Oh yeah, like there, there did you watch the Iron Fist third season? I have not. You're so behind on everything, but you've been a busy guy, so I I can't knock you. Yeah, you, you you're hustling, you're hustling, and you're grinding, and I ain't mad at you. Yeah. Don't knock the hustle. Um, <laughs> All right, Jiga. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, <laughs> oh shit! He's got a point. He's got a point. But uh, uh, oh wait, we used to have uh, that segment. Not we used to have that segment. Do can we or can't we knock the hustle? Right. That's something we got to bring back. I got to bring back yeah. for next episode. Seven plasma to the Afghans. Nope. Moving on. N- you know, selling plasma to uh, Chinese plasma to the rest of the world. Yeah. Even though they were. Spreading HIV and AIDS throughout their own provinces, but uh, yeah, that was unfortunately unfortunate. But speaking of which, this uh, last story comes from China. Remember when we were talking about that family of pole dancers? 
A Chinese kindergarten principal has been fired after she welcomed students back to school at the beginning of the term with a pole dancing display. What? You said what country? China. I can't be mad at it. The place where they got funeral strippers. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good point. <laughs> Hundreds of children and their parents at the Xingxui Kindergarten in Shenzhen in the southern province of Guangzhou. I did not need to read all that. <laughs> Watched <laughs> as a female pole dancer performed on a flagpole in a large courtyard. Did, did she perform with the Chinese flag? Ooh, I don't think yeah. so. And then, no, no, she didn't touch the, the flag itself. Because that seems like something that would get you in trouble in China. Mm, that would get you in trouble in any country with a flag. Here. I can't even imagine what happened in China. <laughs> Video posted by the parents uh, showed the skimpily dressed dancer spinning and leaning seductively on the flagpole. Um, okay. I'm a little confused by this story. I'm not. Um... Because I only learned like a year and a half ago that uh, stripper poles spin. I didn't know they spin. I thought they just like had powder on their hands and thighs or something. Yeah, no, I did not know that they spun around. It kind of took away and gave to the art of the whole thing. But anyway, so yeah, I was kind of wondering how she was doing it on this pole. She must have been, it must have just been more grinding. Oh, wait, I can watch the video again. (laughs) <laughs> yes, there's a video. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, this is the pole where the Chinese flag was flying. <laughs> uh, the teacher was fired. She said uh, she it was pretty much the argument that I gave back during the family one that it is skill a, a, a skill and a craft but there is a bit of seductivity to it <laughs> it's not it's not family time it's not it's not for kids no it's, no it's, it's nsfw not safe for work <laughs> oh so china has their i wonder how many um social credit points the principal and and the dancer gaffados you familiar with Chinese social credit? No, I'm not. They're basically upvoting and downvoting each other. Oh, like uh, episode Black Mirror? Yeah, that's oh. going on in China right oh, now. Episode of the Orville that they stole from Black Mirror? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did say that. They there. totally ripped it off. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I actually heard uh, some short stories and stuff about that, too. So that might just be a broader thing yeah. that Black Mirror got it from as well. Yeah. Um, is art imitating life or life imitating art? Wouldn't mind watching some pole dancers right now. I do enjoy a good pole dancer. What's your favorite kind of pole? Thank you for listening to the Enough Super Villains podcast. (laughs) Uh, Be sure to like and rate us. Follow us on all the social media stuff. I think I figured out how I can make us uh, our own independent Instagram page if I make it on my tablet as opposed to my phone and then I could join it on my tablet uh, I could link them both then it might not work <laughs> uh, but yeah like follow me at inevvillanel on Instagram we're not on Twitter because uh, I, I, I don't get Twitter um, uh, we're on Facebook too we show funny stuff on there too We'll, pro- we'll post a video of Banksy's. Uh, you heard about the Banksy yes. Banksy painting? Yes. You? Banksy sold that uh, one painting of the little girl holding the b- red balloon, and as soon as it was sold at auction for one point two million dollars, the frame turned into a shredder and shredded it. It's beautiful. Why did the person Everybody just mouth just dropped and like. <clears throat> I would have been like, I ain't paying for that shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm up in our uh, our media game with uh, a lot of, uh, uh, of uh, photoshopping and stuff. Um, 
Also, like and rate us on your on, on wherever you listen to us on. Be sure to check out the new Moho shows. There is a new Retro Mania. I think it's the sixth episode. I'm looking forward to seeing how their alternate timeline goes. Be sure to listen to movie and the podcast. And thanks for listening. Peace and be safe. Yeah, yeah be safe. Just... <laughs> you gotta be safe.